beautiful day. Let's thank him. Like play, like joke. The year is running to an end. Let's appreciate him for all that he has done for us. Let's thank him for this beautiful day, the 21st day in the month of December. It looks like we were shouting Happy New Year some days ago. But of a truth, we have moved through over 300 days. And our God is faithful. For we have moved so much, so much. Let's just thank him for the opportunity he has given unto us to be here again tonight. The Bible says that in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. Let's thank him. Let's appreciate him. Let's give him all the glory. He deserves all the glory. He deserves all the honor. Let's pray tonight that he will bless us indeed. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray that he will bless us indeed. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray that he will bless us indeed. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray that our coming tonight shall be for a reward. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Heavenly Father. We bless your name, our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's welcome ourselves again tonight. It's a good time to say compliments of the season. The season is becoming interesting with lights, with uh, different fireworks. We give him all the glory. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, so we thank God for tonight. We thank God for um, the journey message that the Lord granted our Father in the Lord to Akumba and back to sign the, not collaboration now, affiliation. You know, because affiliation is another level of, is a higher level of collaboration. You know, when you, when you collaborate, you are, you are together. But when you affiliate, although you are with somebody, you are on your own. So affiliation is almost as good as being independent. Collaboration is that you must always, always, always at every point in time. So we thank God for what God has done. The Bible says that the Lord crowns the year with good things. So what a beautiful thing for the Lord to do again to crown the year. And we know that the Lord that has started it, it will bring it to perfection in Jesus' name. It will be a blessing to every one of us in the name of Jesus. So we congratulate our Father in the Lord and we congratulate the Abundant Grace family. So briefly tonight, let's put our hands together for Jesus for what he has done. So briefly tonight... I'll be speaking briefly on a topic that I've titled, What Should I Thank God For? You know, this is our season of thanksgiving. 
This is our season of thanksgiving. What should I thank God for? What should I thank him for? What has he done? What should I thank him for? There are so many things that he has not done. Okay, maybe there are some things he has done. Maybe I can thank him for some of those things he has done. But for those things that he has not done, I don't know what to do with them. So briefly tonight, I want us to open our Bible to Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Um, maybe I will read the first four verses or five. Say, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy light from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfied thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like eagles. Praise the Lord. The psalmist says, bless the Lord. You know, the psalmist keep counting so many things that he will bless the Lord for. He keep, this is the Lord that did this for me, he did this for me, he did this for me. This is what he has done. So briefly tonight, I said I want to talk on three things that we should thank God for in this season. And I said the first one, we should thank God for the salvation of our soul. The Bible says that there is joy in heaven. You know, there is joy in heaven when a soul comes to the Lord. So, when we are thanking God for the salvation of our soul, we are actually doing what is happening in heaven. Because heaven is rejoicing over us. There is a special feeling. There is a special feeling you have when you are genuinely born again, there is a special joy you have when you give your life to Christ. And this joy, okay, is the joy that we call the joy of our first love. This joy must continue in your life every day. Because it is this joy that will keep driving you. It is this joy you know, that is very, very important in your life. Psalm 103, verse um, that we have just read, Psalm 103, verse 2. Let's look at verse 2. Verse 2. He said, He forgiveth all your sin. That is, he said, Psalm 103, said, Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. Okay, verse 3. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? There is a joy. There is something to make you happy when you are sure that your sin is forgiven. The Bible says that the eyes of the Lord is too holy to behold iniquity. So when you walk under the grace and you understand the righteousness of Jesus and you know that you have been made whole day in day out and in a time like this that the Lord is bringing us to the end of the year you will celebrate God for the great things he has done 
Jesus Christ came from heaven to die for you, to die for me, that we may have hope. You remember when his disciples, when his disciples, when they, when they went out, you know, in Luke chapter 10 verse 20, Luke chapter 10 verse 20, what, what did Jesus Christ say his disciples should be happy for? He said, nevertheless, do not rejoice. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this. That is, don't rejoice in so many miracles. Miracles are good. Miracles are fantastic. It is the handwork of God. Every child of God, God performs miracles in our life. And those miracles make us happy. That is the truth. When you wake up in the morning, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I read the, the story that Pastor posted on the platform, you know, about a man that was praying to God, you know, for God to give him something. That was a massive miracle. And telling the man, no, I'm not going to ask you. I will ask the person that directs you to me. Will miracles, are, is, it is perfect. But Jesus Christ is saying, don't let that be your utmost. He said what? That the spirit are subject to you. That you are casting out demons. That you are progressing in life. This is a plan of God for our life. Nothing can stop it. We will keep moving forward. He said, but rather, rejoice because your names are written in the book of life. That is the utmost things to make us rejoice. That our name is written in the book of life. Rejoice because you know that if Jesus should come today, the Bible says that in a tinkle of an eye, you know why we are all seated? You know, we've watched this very much when we were young, Mount Zion ministry, people will be way in church and the rapture will occur. And you know, people will be picked. People will be selected. What you need to do is to make sure that you are ready for the second coming. And if you are in that group, if the Lord has forgiven you your sin, you have genuinely given your life to Christ, and you are following him, you know, with the whole of your heart, man, you have to celebrate. The Bible says that it is not of him that will it, it is not of him that run it, it is the mercy of God that has brought you to him. And paraventure, you don't even know what it means to be born again. And you are seated here. It is very important because being born again gives you a joy that you cannot describe. It gives you an opportunity to be thankful to the Lord. And not only that, heaven also celebrates every child of God that is born again. Praise the Lord. Okay, so if we look at um, First Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Let's look at it. First Peter chapter 1 to 3, still talking about the need for us, you know, to be said. First Peter chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Okay, let's look at verse 2. Verse 3. Okay, verse 2. He said, sorry, verse 2. He said, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for the obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. Verse 3. Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us. That is what it means to be born again. Who has begotten us again 
to a living hope. When you are born again, you are born into a living hope. You are born into joy. You are born into celebration. Everyone that is sure that if Jesus Christ comes today, is going with him. It is an opportunity for you to rejoice. Rejoice for the salvation of your soul. And if you are not, it is an opportunity for you to say, Lord Jesus, take over my life. I want to experience this joy. I want to celebrate. I want to be happy. So one of the things we need to thank God for, for this season, that we need to thank him for, is the salvation of our soul. That you are among the elect. You are among those that the Lord is looking up, I mean looking unto with mercy. That is what it means. You are a child of God. Praise the Lord. And when this happens, just like I said before, there is celebration in heaven. Luke chapter 15 talks to us about how, how God will go after his own. You know, in that same chapter, we have the story of the lost um, sheep. We have the story of the lost coin. We have the story of the prodigal boy. And you can see that in all of this, what happens when they come, there is celebration. There is rejoicing. Let's look at Luke chapter 15 verse 7. Talking about the lost sheep. Luke chapter 15 verse 7. Okay. He said, I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven. You know, he said it's like the joy we are experiencing now. There is more of it in heaven. For every child of God, he said, will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons. Who needs repentance? That is the way. That is the way God picks everyone that comes to Him. Let's look at um, verse nine, Luke fifteen, verse nine to ten, talking about the lost coin. Okay, and when she has found it, that is, she has found her coin, she calls her friend and neighbors together, say, "Rejoice with me! Why? Because a soul has come back. Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace." which I have lost. Verse um, 10, Likewise I say to you, there is joy in the presence of angels, of God, over one sinner. So, certainly when you give your life to Christ, if you are here and you, you don't understand what it means to rejoice for the salvation of your soul, it is an opportunity for you to give your life to Christ so that you can make heaven rejoice over you. That's what it means. You will rejoice because there is a joy there is a joy that we call the joy of salvation that comes into your heart. That is what we are celebrating tonight. And then there is also a joy over your life in heaven. Because heaven, you know, is excited. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, so number one, we said, okay, and of course for the prodigal son, we know the story very well, that the father has to, you know, sacrifice the best, the best, because of one boy that has squandered everything, that has come back, that is how excited heaven is when a soul comes back. So if you are here tonight, it is an opportunity for you to make yourself happy, to experience the joy of salvation, and to make heaven rejoice over you. Praise the Lord. Okay, what other thing do we need to thank God for? We need to thank God for all the beautiful things he has done for us. Okay, we need to thank him for the salvation of our soul. We need to thank him for the beautiful things that he has done for us. Okay, one of the beautiful things he has done for us that we are thanking God for tonight is the, 
affiliation of um, Grace City College, you know, to Akumba Koko. I'm sure there are so many things that the Lord has done for us. That songwriter says, count your blessing. Name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. I was watching, I was watching something. Somebody posted something on WhatsApp today. Initially, I was like, why, why, what is this man trying to do? He was behind a bus, and he started recording the bus. I don't know for what. I was just saying, I was like, what is the meaning of this? You know, I don't, but I just left, and I was watching. What does he want us to do? Suddenly, I realized that, ah, this vehicle is about to have an accident, though, because the driver was just going like this. It will come back to the road. It will go like this. It will come back to the road. And then suddenly the driver just went off the road. And by the time he was coming back to the road again, he just hit another vehicle. And then they somersaulted. You know, I was like, wow. I remember one of the days when I was, uh, when I was coming back from Obomosho, I was driving, and I was very tired. I was tired. And I was driving. I knew I was very tired. You know, and suddenly at Ejigbo, I just hear, and I woke up. I was sleeping. And I woke up. I was off the road. I was face to face with, um, with a falconizer, you know, that was doing his own work. And you know, God just brought me back to the road. And I just woke up before I rammed the car and everything to him. I just opened my eyes and I just came back to the road. I'm sure many of us, we have massive testimonies. Great things that the Lord has done that we can thank him for. You know, but it is very, it's very easy for us to forget all the things that God has done when we, are, when we are dwelling on the prayer that we have prayed that he has not done. This is the time. This is the time to remember what he has done. If you focus on the things that he has not done, you will not remember the things that he has done. And you will become an ungrateful person. Forget. You know, I'm so sure there is none of us that God has not done something for. I'm sure none of us. If we begin to think, just begin to think, what has God done? But you know, it is easy to focus on what he has not done. And when we focus on what he has not done, we will surely miss all the beautiful things he has done for us. So many things, you know, going through my mind every day. I wake up. There are so many prayers I prayed that God has not answered. There are so many things we are trusting God for that God has not done. You know? But the best thing to live is to focus on what the Lord has done. Because we know that testimony produces testimony. When you focus on what he has done, certainly, number one, you will be excited. You will be happy. Number two, God will do more. It is just natural. It is just a natural process. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay? Psalm 34 verse 1 to 2. 
You know, I would like to read it from Good News Translation. I said, I will always thank the Lord. I will never stop praising him. I will praise him for what he has done. I will praise him for what he has done. This is the time to praise the Lord for what he has done. This is the time to forget what he has not done. Praise the Lord. Make yourself happy. Forget about the car that you have not been able to buy. Forget about the land that you have prayed, prayed, prayed that you have not been able to buy. Forget about everything that looks like a disappointment. Focus on the fact, for a student, focus on the fact that number one, God has brought you to a higher institution. That is more than thanking God. Focus on the fact that despite all the things that happened this year, God kept you. Focus on the fact that it doesn't matter if you pay your school fees four times, five times, six times. Focus on the fact that you are able to pay it. Focus on the good things that the Lord has done. And as you are focusing on it, you will see God doing more. Isaiah 12, chapter 5, the same good news translation. It says, sing to the Lord because of the great things he has done. Let the whole world hear the news. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, I want us to go back home tonight and begin to write down what the Lord has done. You know, most of the time, I remember many at times when myself and mommy will be talking and she will say, ah, it is no good. We are not writing this thing down because it comes spontaneously. You know, things that you have forgotten. Said, ah, we should put this thing down. This one that you are saying, I've almost forgotten. Go to go go indoor tonight and begin to write. Just be thinking of what God has done for you. Begin to write it one after the other. One, you don't need to remember the date. Just be writing it. So 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 God did this for me. Massive deliverance. This and that. God has done this again for me. You know, so many things that the Lord has done. Divine intervention when all hope, you know, was lost divine uh, direction when things are I was on the farm today you know just admiring my beds and I realized that I need a solar in fact somebody told me that you have to buy solar they, they have this solar um, solar bulb you know it's very simple you just put it some of it can, it can have four lightning, three lightning. He said, I need about three lightning. I said, how much is it? Ah, he said, it's between 35 and 40,000. Ah, I said, that is a lot too. Where will I buy it? He said, eh, this and that. And I was sitting down, JJ, in my farm. And a, my friend was with me. He was holding, because he has a solar, he was holding the fire, I mean, the wire of his own solar that was spoiled. So I said, let's take it to the town so that they can help us to do it so that at least we can still manage it. So I removed it and he was holding it. And somebody was passing, he went, and suddenly he turned back. So when he was turning, you know, this is the season of selling uh, chicken. So I thought he was coming to buy chicken. So I was happy that, oh, somebody is going to. He said, I saw the solar in your hand, though, and that is why I turned. Hey, I said, why did you turn? He said, I sell solar. He said, this type in your hand, I have it. I said, how much is it with three, three batteries? Ah, he said, 26,000, sir. 
And uh, if you want to be paying it small, small, 30 something. I said 26. 26 thousand. I said, okay, bring it on Saturday. Say, bring it on Saturday and come and fix it. I just say, I say, this is divine direction. Divine leading. Very cheap. I said it's so expensive. I said it's too expensive now. Why is it 26? Reduce the price. I said, I cannot reduce this price. I said, I'm representing the company. He said, even when I'm going to buy it for you, I will snap your picture. I will get your data because we will send it to the company. The company will call you to ask, how much did you buy it? So I cannot put one cobble on it because the company will just give me my own uh, share of it. So I'm not putting anything. He said, they will call you. I said, bring it. You know, I was just like, wow. I would have been moving all around looking for solar. And just there, I said, I will bring it. He said, I will call you. That is what God can do. Divine direction. is the one that orders our step. Is the one that brings blessing to us. Is the one. When we remember these things, you know, when we remember these things, we will know that of a truth, our God is good. So when you get home tonight, don't sit down. Sit down, begin to think on all the things that the Lord has done. Finally, tonight, what are we supposed to thank God for? Thank God for prayers he has not answered. You know, the other time I said you should forget it. Don't forget it. Thank God for it. Somebody was sharing with me today. He said something sad happened today. I said, what happened? He said, there is this lady that I wanted to marry. He said, I've done everything to marry the lady. And I approached her. I talked to her. And the lady said no. He said that the lady said no, that uh, she cannot marry him. And he said he was very disappointed. He said, but do you know what happened today? He said, somebody sent the obituary of the lady to me. I said, what happened? He said, they said she had cancer. Ha. He said that was not the only thing, no. He said the other thing I noticed is that the lady actually lied to me about his age. I mean about her age. The lady was one year older than me. And she made me feel that she was 13 years younger than me. He said when I saw the age today, I said, eh? This lady is older than me. And when he was approaching the lady... The lady said it was 13 years older. So the lady removed 13 years from my age. So sometimes, not sometimes, the Bible says that all things work together for good, for those that love the Lord, and for those who are called according to his purpose. What happens when things are not working? Let's thank God. First Thessalonians 5.18 In all things, give thanks. What happens when God is not answering our prayer? Thank him. You have listed it this year. No way. In fact, pastor has prayed for you that you are going to build your own house this year. And you have not bought a land. Thank God. Because the time that the land will come and the way and the time the house will come, you will know that this is the doing of the Lord. That it is not as if God has not answered my prayer, but God has actually answered and made it beautiful in his own time. Praise the Lord.
So it is also a good time to thank him and say, God, I thank you for everything. The Bible says in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Give him praise. Appreciate him. And say, Lord, I thank you for the prayer you didn't answer. I thank you for everything. You know, we say this every time in the church. But I'm sure, I don't know how many of us really know that this is actually a secret to the heart of God. It tells God that you actually trust him to lead you. It tells God that, yes, you know that it is not just God. He's also Lord. What does it mean to be Lord? He's over everything. He's the Lord over your life, over every affair, over every situation. He's God and he's also Lord. So he can lord it over you. And one thing we know that what is going to lord over you is going to be a good thing. He will never lord evil thing over his children. So if God is not answering and is lording it over you that I'm not going to answer, it's because he has something spectacular for you. He's the Lord and he will do it. He said, that is my name. He said, my glory, I will not share with any man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, so tonight we said, let's thank God for the salvation of our soul. Very important. Let's thank God for all that he has done. Very important. Let's thank God for the prayers he has not answered. Let's rise on our feet tonight. I want you to thank him. I don't know which one you want to thank God for. Maybe you want to thank him first for the salvation of your soul. Or maybe you look into your life and you say, Ah, I don't understand this salvation. I'm not born again. It's very simple. It is an opportunity for you tonight to say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. So if you want to give your life to Jesus tonight, just say this after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior. I want my name to be written in the book of life. I will live for you all the days of my life. I want to experience the joy of salvation. I want you to pray this prayer sincerely. I want to experience the joy of salvation. I want everyone to rejoice over me. I don't want to be left behind when Jesus Christ shall come. I want to live for you and live for you all the days of my life. Lord, write my name in the book of life. Let my name be there. And when you will come for your people, I will not be found wanting. Thank God tonight for the things he has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. You will be surprised what the Lord has done. Thank God for what he has done. Thank him sincerely and say, Lord, for my children, I am grateful. For my wife, I am grateful. For the church of Christ, I am grateful. For every blessing that you have given unto us, I am grateful. Lord, for my going out and my coming in, I'm grateful. For wonderful testimony, deliverance from deliverance from him uh, and thank him and say, Lord, we are grateful for your mercies that endure it forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are good. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are the Lord. There's nobody like you, nor can be compared with you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's raise our hands to you and say, God, this year said to me, 
I don't know what you see. You want God to say to you, but he can say to you that you can be relaxed. Lord said to me, God can say to you, he can say to you, I don't know what you are afraid of. As we are taking this communion tonight, let's pray and say, Lord, just said to me, before the end of this year, said to me in all area, God is about to say to you, so that you don't be agitated, you will not be worried. Maybe something is worrying you. Maybe there is something you have seen. Maybe there is a symptom in your body that you don't like. Maybe there is something. Maybe, maybe your financial life is crying. And you are saying, Lord, you have to settle this area. Let's pray to him. Father, and Lord, please set to me this year. Set to me. I told you that I was relaxed because God has said to me. Lord, said to me. Said to me in the name of Jesus. As this year is running to an end, Lord, said to me. Said to me. And God will say to you. The Bible says, after you have suffered for a while, he will say to you and establish you. Lord, said to me and establish me. It's my year of overflow. It's my year of blessing. You crown the year with your goodness. Lord, said to me so that I can be relaxed. Lord, said to me such a way that I will know that you have done something for me. Pray to him and he will do it for you. Lord, said to me this year, I don't want to be agitated. I don't want to be worried. I know so many people are worried. Yeah. Having one feeling or the other, Lord, said to me, thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Anything that will happen that will make you rather rather will not happen to you. Anything that will happen that will make you beg money from your enemy will not happen to you. As this year is running to an end, no evil will befall you. It shall be testimony upon testimony. Every blessing that is hanging before the end of this year, the Lord will fulfill them. In the mighty name of Jesus. As the church is progressing, you too will be progressing. You will not be stagnant. In the name of Jesus. You will not be stagnant. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for all that you have done. And Father, we say, the remaining days this year is more than enough for a miracle that we said to us. Lord, said to your people in the name of Jesus. Said to them with pleasant surprises. Said to them with answer prayers. Said to them with healing. The Bible says you heal all our diseases. Whatever may be a symptom that is negative. Father, change it in the name of Jesus. Let that symptom disappear now. Let your miracle be real. Every bad signs, let them go away. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Yeah.